Hey everybody, I'm Luke. And I'm Kurt. And welcome back to The Breakdown. Oh, I got my earmuffs on today and you sound great. (laughs) Summer edition. Oh yeah. Wow, I know. It's great. We kicked off our first episode of the summer last week. Um, And I know we talked a little bit about this, how summertime is sort of a reprieve for the kids from school. And I do want to say, both of my parents have been educators for 20 to 30 years. And it's not really a reprieve for the educators, the, mm. the those who are in administration and education. They're still building all summer long. Yep. Um, and so really, I love that uh, a couple weeks ago, we get to give major props to our King's Academy teachers and faculty and administration. Same to all of you teachers out there um, who really invest. I do. I do think sometimes we miss the mark and realize that God calls some people to that that place in the world or in the marketplace. And so thank you so much to all of our teachers who are just investing their lives for for children and even our upper school and upper level, you know, collegiate teachers yeah. and, and professors. Thank you so much for pouring out your heart. Because I'm sure Amen. if you're if you're a follower of God, that's oozing out of you. It doesn't matter if you're allowed to say certain things or not. You can't help but just be you. Yep. You know, so yeah, and I think that's a really good encouragement for all of us to be who God created us to be. Yeah. So even if we're not spending, you know, the majority of our time working in a ministry or a church, that does not exempt us from ministry. Absolutely. Your ministry is wherever you are. That's it. And you we have a choice to make. Do I see this person the way my feelings are telling me to see them or do I see this person, this situation, mm. the way the Holy Spirit is challenging me and showing me and then being obedient in that, it, it, for, out of that, that revelation. So good. So important. You know, and that brings me to a thought yesterday. A great to have the adult and teen challenge ladies here with us. Just you got a the name right. I did. I've been working on it for a year. I think that's most aw- of us have. That's awesome. I just, I would have said teen challenge. Yeah, I got so- an adult and teen challenge. Thank you, Shandi, for teaching me that. I really appreciate it as you share. Um, so many great things just coming out of yesterday. But as we begin today, I wanted to highlight one aspect that Pastor Zach brought up predominantly first service if you were here and that's the level to which he was hearing the ladies in the in the group talk about taking responsibility mm. and he was saying man it's so powerful because it doesn't matter what uh what your life may look like right now where it is and i love this i think so many times we want to draw these lines we want to isolate we want to say okay you're over there and i'm over here and the truth is every single one of us has something. That's what Pastor Zach was talking about in his message yesterday. Every one of us has something we're turning to that we're we're leaning into an area of control yep. for the out of control areas of our mm. lives. Mm. Yeah. And you know, like that's what going back into the whole, you know, taking responsibility, that's what Jesus teaches us. And that's yeah. how he treats us. You know, when when the woman that was caught in adultery is brought to him. Um, you know, after addressing the crowd and, and, and you know, like the, the accusers go away, yeah. he tells her, go and sin no more. I don't accuse you, yeah. but go and sin no more. So there was, there, there was acceptance and love and grace mm-hmm. shown by Jesus, but then she did have to take responsibility of, okay, I'm not going to go and sin no more. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And the application from that, when we, when we look at these different areas in our life, you know, whatever, whatever the Holy Spirit is showing you, because the Holy Spirit will show you yeah. if there's an area in your life where you are, where you are rigidly grasping and you're, you're compensating or it, it's, it's out of order. It's not, there, there isn't, you know, the oil of the spirit, like there, the Holy Spirit will show you there. Now allow that acceptance that Jesus shows you because Jesus accepts you yeah. even in your mess. Yep. And then from that grace, allow him to take charge there. Mm. It's so good that you're saying that again, yet another week and, and Pastor Zach not even having any notes and feeling like it wasn't even a message. I mean, just so it was so perfectly t- uh, tied to what was being communicated from the ladies uh, at Adult and Teen Challenge. And just again, uh, the second Sunday in a row where I'm like, okay. I've really been going through my own journey this past year, mm. and I knew it coming into it. I knew some major shifts were happening um, outside of this organization, but some major shifts that were emotionally going to impact me that had really no touch in my life right now, other than some emotional areas that I, I thought were completely healed. So coming into this year, and even right now, it's like, oh, I didn't realize that I was still struggling with moving into the place of overproducing, trying mm. to compensate, yep. you know, to make up for that lingering feeling that I'm somehow not good enough. Right. I can't believe it. It was like yep. in the service yesterday and that's like coming right up. And I'm right. like, man, God, like I'm trying to compensate mm-hmm. in other areas because, yeah, wow, I still am struggling with what lack I bring to you. Like mm. how, the little that I have to offer you. And I'll tell you what, just kind of responding to the altar call myself yeah. yesterday, yeah. Yeah. even though I was going to pray for mm-hmm. others, knowing in my heart, God, I, I really need to let you do this work. It's been an interesting 24 hours for and me. And did the, did the Holy Spirit show you anything or um, like what comfort did the Holy Spirit bring to you in that moment or even subsequent moments? That's or? great. It's an excellent question. Because again, part of why we have this show is to kind of model what our expectation is coming off of a Sunday service mm-hmm. and saying, how, how do we do a greenhouse together and talk about these, these right. personal things? Yeah. How do we dialogue about the message? So your question's excellent. And I would say it was kind of this long 24 hour period yeah. um, coming right to this place of even, even on Monday in our staff meeting, um, literally just kind of like my heart being squeezed in a place of mm. personal worship, crying out to God. Yeah and releasing the fact that I may not feel good enough. Like yeah. just, I can't grasp, I can't, I can't lean over here and expect this person to somehow say something that's going to make me feel like I've won and I'm good enough because right. that's going to fall by the wayside. It's mm-hmm. momentary. And what I'm ultimately looking for is that well done. And so in that place of worship, as I'm just wrenching my heart and I feel the Lord yeah. right there, and he's part of this wrenching mm-hmm. process. Yep. All I can do is pour it out. And I just had this sense like, this is my offering. Yeah. I'm going to offer up the fact that I may not feel yeah. good enough. I may not feel yeah. adequate yeah. in any area, but I'm going to pour that out yeah. because it doesn't relinquish me from the responsibility mm-hmm. of doing the things and right. being in the place right. that you've called me to be. Mm-hmm. And so whether I feel it or not, whether I, I you know, the competency is not a result Correct. of, yeah. hey, I got it today. <laughs> That's good. That's really, really good. And, you know, you know, you use that language of pouring out. Yeah. Um, and often that's, I actually, I, th- I feel like that's, that's kind of like the, one of the first steps, like we, we, we let go, we, we pour out, um, and Jesus is there with us. And then Jesus and the Holy spirit, they fill us up with something. So yeah. it's, 
you know, what, what I'm hearing from you and, and I've experienced this myself is, you know, we come into Sunday oftentimes like, oh, I really want to work through this in worship or mm. I have th- these feelings or these thoughts or, or, or this, but like whatever's going on. And it's like, I'm going to pray into this today. I really hope worship lines up with that and like all that stuff. Um, but sometimes it's, you know, the Lord starts the process and in the Sunday morning worship and service, but then there's a continuation of that going forward. So if you leave a Sunday still feeling like, okay, we made some progress, but I don't feel mm-hmm. complete. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's good. That's fine. That's and, good. and that's part of like what the Lord will do to strengthen you is, is to build that perseverance good, man. of walking with him yeah. and, and leaning on him and meditating on him and using that that area as a way to go back to him and understand like he is my source of strength. Yeah. I love what you're saying. And it's so interesting because I, I I have like exactly what you're saying, but almost even on the flip side too, because, yeah. you know, we talk about, we come into a Sunday and we're all trying to be at the place where it's not just what can I, you know, a whammer. What about me? What am I going to get? What's in it for me? How's God going to deal with me? How's God going to speak a word? How's God going to do this for me today? We have been talking, especially on the breakdown and even you know, uh, in our services about coming to the place where we ought, we know we're coming in to use our gift of service yeah. to the body. And I think what happens as you talk about that perseverance and the maturity that comes, when you know you're coming to serve and to sow on a Sunday, yeah. you literally sometimes have to park the very issues that you're going through or the work that God is doing in that moment, or, or you feel a, a need to park it and yeah. say, you know, I'm here to... Well, because we see, Satan wants us to see it as like a disqualification. Yes. Like, how can you take up the work of God when you're carrying this problem? Yes. Yes. And, and that's, that is the same for all of us. Right. And that's so good you're bringing yeah. that up. Because across the board, every single... And that's the same place of taking responsibility. Listen, you... you I don't want to say that, but I mean, when we have been called into something by yeah. God, he provides the equipping. Yeah. And what he's looking for yep. is obedience. Yep. You step out. He is always there. And we can't, this is where we lean not on our own understanding. Yes. And we learn to acknowledge him. And yeah. he makes that crooked path mm-hmm. straight. And like one of the prayers that I've been praying recently um, is, Lord, like, use me, but like change me as you use me. Yes. Like, don't let me miss what you're, what you're doing as I'm, you know, serving you and working for you yeah and because it, it is a like we we're not we're, we're just because we're serving or we're coming in and we're focusing on like what the lord wants to do through us that doesn't that doesn't mean that we miss out or we shelf our problem like it's take like serve from that place yeah serve from that place and he will he will take care of it it's, it's again, good. I did a few moments ago say I have to park the very thing yeah. that I'm dealing with, but what you're saying is really good. I actually have to serve from that place, knowing yeah. that God is going to do the work in me as yep. he does it through me. Yes. And I think some yes. old training wants to rise up mm-hmm. in many of us to say, hey, we've been taught to just be a machine. We've been yep. taught to think and not feel and not and just do. And it's like, no, we are human beings. Mm-hmm. We are learning and growing through this process. And God loves like, that I just keep meditating on the whole of scripture is that he gets a major kick right. out of taking the foolish things to confound the Correct. wise. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like he yeah. gets glory. His trophy is his grace. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that he could take, you know, a, a whole group of people that are completely off mm-hmm. and work his grace through the sacrifice yeah. of Christ. He gets a kick yeah. out of it. 
Yeah. And it spits in the face of Satan, man. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And again, yes. all that to say, that's what you see come alive in some of the testimonies from mm-hmm. the women yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's always really encouraging um, to hear what people's, you know, like what, what's going on in their life and, and what the Lord is doing. Um, because that's what it, that's the main story. Yeah. That's the main story for the world. And then that's the main story for each of us. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, basically evangelism is calling people to that story. Not even necessarily calling them to a decision for Jesus because that will come with time, but it's calling them and making them alive to the fact that there's a story that is so much bigger than you, your situation, and God is putting you in, like you are in that story. Mm Mm-hmm. And calling them to, you know, uh, what is the voice of the father saying and, and how do they fit in? Yeah, that's really good. Can you imagine? I mean, we sometimes forget, you know, that we are called the light of the world. Jesus, who is the light, has made us the light of the world. What does that mean? That means that the world resides in darkness. So because we have the light, we have a responsibility yeah, yeah. to bring people into the light and help them realize right. you're a part of a bigger story correct, here. Correct, correct. And I just got that picture. Um, I haven't taken uh, Pastor John's class on the tabernacle, oh, yeah, the but I've, tab. heard, yes. I've heard a lot, of, a lot of stories from it. And um, as you were saying that, I was remembering something that people have shared is like how the, the, the wicks were trimmed. Yes. Right? So the wicks were trimmed so that the flame would burn bright would burn brightly and and high yes. right yes. so when we're talking about these issues in our life we are allowing the holy spirit and the father to like come and trim that wick so it's that good. we are a bright light so good so you are a light no matter what yes but you want to burn brightly Praise so God. allow the holy spirit to prune and to keep your wick trimmed and 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 engage you know, joyfully in that process, there is no condemnation. I think, mm. you know, Satan wants to put mm. condemnation on us when so. we, when we take our problems uh, to Jesus or when we see our problems, it's like, no, 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 there is no condemnation. So we just carry that and we just walk in with that and we know he's going to cut that out of our life. Now there's steps of obedience. Right. And that's what Pastor Zach was getting at is yeah. there is a initiative, a, a response on our part. Yep. It's so good. I mean, for anybody who's ever struggled with John 15, where Jesus says, I'm the vine, you're the branches, and my father will prune back um, and cut away whatever isn't bearing fruit. I mean, you just preached that out to us in terms of the lampstand, that the wick is trimmed so it can, the flame can burn brighter. Again, of course, obviously uh, highlighting Pastor John's Living Tabernacle course at School of the Spirit. Shameless plug, just throwing that in there. It's been a phenomenal semester. I uh, have never heard a bad review of that course. Uh, no. Yeah. Actually, I've never really heard a bad review of any of our of any courses. courses, but, but, <laughs> but especially plug. that one. Everyone is super excited. <laughs> yes. Um, probably because he's so excited. Pastor John's an excitable yeah. guy. Yeah. And I mean, when you're going through the live, when you're going through the tabernacle in the wilderness, I've taken courses on the tabernacle mm-hmm. in the wilderness. And while it's exciting, if you do not, again, Pastor John fulfills the New Testament command of Paul which is to look at the Old Testament in light of Jesus Christ. Yep. And that's exactly what it is. This, this model of worship is Christ and heaven itself. And so mm-hmm. Pastor John brings all that through. Again, you and I could go on and on shameless plugging for School of the Spirit. So schoolofthespirit.church, just throwing that out there, schoolofthespirit.church. 
football <laughs> semester's coming up. <laughs> coming back to the breakdown from Sunday, um, really going through that whole concept right there of, of allowing ourselves to be that light. I really love the way that God is kind of moving the show mm-hmm. today because we can almost look at a, a service with Adult and Teen Challenge and we can, we can easily settle into like, wow, look at what you're doing in their life. But how about the same thing? I love that the message brought us right back mm-hmm. to what God is doing in our life and in yep. our church. Yeah. So Pastor Zach and the, uh, hey, I was going to say, you probably hear this, this swigging back here. <laughs> and then Luke telling me to keep going. <laughs> so we, we actually had a chance to go out for lunch, which we've like never done. We never do. But no. I had a day off. So I, just, I love it. So I just want like, to just work a few more Saturdays. Oh, so dude. Thank you so much. So if you're hearing days. this ice, we, we both got these iced coffees on this yeah. summer day. So Pastor Zach, and then we get into the message. You know, we're coming out of what God is doing with the Delton Teen Challenge. And so praise God. Hopefully you were a part of sowing into the ministry and just praying for the ministry. As I sat there on Sunday, I could not help but think of the family members who have gone through Adult and Teen Challenge and the lives that have been transformed and just also the, the desire for others that I wish could be a part of the program. So just encourage you to keep praying for that ministry because there is also the men's uh, organization, the yep. Adult and Teen Challenge Men's in Brockton and other areas. So the pastor, Zach, kind of bringing everything to this place in Zachariah. Again, you and I have always said from the inception of the show, when you pay attention to yeah. the year, yeah. when you pay attention to the apostolic mm-hmm. vision and covering that's on mm-hmm. this church or the fivefold and the prophetic, yeah. you see these consistent themes. Mm-hmm. And so Pastor Zach was saying on Sunday, hey, I hear you. I hear you. A number of you have been telling me to get into the book of Zechariah and read about some of these things here. So in Zechariah chapter one, uh, the part I think that really leaned into or pressed into me is the aspect of the the city without walls yeah, and how it really is like we tend to build up these walls for the safekeeping and protection of whatever's on the inside. Mm -hmm. But God says he himself will be this flaming fire of protection which I right. even see as like the refining coming through. So whatever comes in has been refined. Yeah. And whatever yeah. goes out has been refined. Yeah. Well, you know, like um, what I was thinking, because we in this, in this particular text, we have to contrast, as you said, like the, the wall um, of the city. And I'm, I'm picturing like a actual physical wall yeah. with this other wall, which is a, a ring of fire yeah. that the Lord is, uh, is um, you know, Say, is is saying and he's he's calling he's calling his people to right <laughs> um so when i think of a physical wall you know we we plan like let's say we're we're building a city yeah and we're like okay we're gonna set up a wall you know there would be some planning and we'd probably look at population and being like okay you know based on where we're at like we're uh you know, the, the, this perimeter is going to is going to contain like, you know, where we see for for future growth and this is going to be secure. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put it here. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the Lord is saying in that text, he's saying, um, no, like there's not going to be enough room. Yeah. Yeah. For all the people. Mm-hmm. And he will be like the ring of fire. Yeah. Like, there will be a, a, a and I'm thinking of, you know, the pillar of fire, uh, of fire by yep. night, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it, so what it does is it's calling us to a place of greater faith where I step beyond my fleshly impulses for survival and protection and safety. Yeah. 
and then truly leaning on the Lord mm-hmm. to be my, my, my tower, my, my ring of fire, my place of safety, and understanding that, again, this is his mission because he's saying what he's going to do. Yeah. But again, from like a city planner standpoint, we would be like, uh, well, you know, based on our population right now, like I, I don't really see that happening. We don't even have the infrastructure, you know. And that's just it. The biggest contrast right here is our measuring rod, the yeah. way that we're measuring versus which which has the physical walls, mm-hmm. which will say this far and no further. Right. We kind of box in and wall in based on our limited thinking. But I even think about this wall of fire. You got refinement going in and out and you have expansion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it's almost, you know, there won't be enough oh, to contain. I know it's like, yeah. you just refinement think. Refinement in and out. Yeah, refinement so both good. ways. And you have the fact that fire constantly consumes. Mm-hmm. So you have the expansion right. going outward. But we, we, this goes right down to our personal lives. It goes right down to the way that we see our ministry at church and outside of church. If we are boxing in and limiting God, yep. Yep. We, this is one of the things that I've really moved into. I think I've shared either here in class. We're the ones that, that put the stipulations. God is yeah. not limited. Yeah. We yeah. choose to limit him yep. by our walls. Yep. And it, what was crazy too is, so last night I went to Young Adults. And Dan Stebbing's message was exactly that. He's like, wow. And, and a lot of times, hit what he shares at young adults is it pairs extremely well with um, Sunday morning. He feels like Zach like steals his notes, but uh, <laughs> but that was the 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 application from Dan's message and and from this message, which I would call all of us to is yeah. where are some places in my life where I am apply, falling into like a limiting mindset? Yeah. And then surrendering that to the Lord mm-hmm. and stepping out in faith. Yeah. Because we, the limiting mindset is basically, I think it's dri- it, a lot of times, like maybe in your situation it might be a little different, but I think it's driven from a place of, I, again, I want to control, I don't know how to control this thing, or this is my understanding of the situation as the safest approach, or mm-hmm. this is what I have to do. Yeah. I can't see myself, you know, getting outside these, these uh, you know, theoretical frameworks that I'm building for myself. And look, in all honesty, I think we're very genuine and, and humble in our estimation most of the time of those things. I think that typically comes as a result of not understanding faith. I mm-hmm. think for too long, we've done a poor job communicating faith, and we've made people think that faith is sort of this arbitrary thing that we have that we, yeah. we hope maybe, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, what we're actually doing or is it's like, I just talk louder and faster. And, yeah. It's like know, this muster up from my, from within myself. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> we either make it work or we're just blindly believing. We're either mustering something up, like you said, or we're blindly hoping and praying maybe, but truly faith is reaching into the supernatural yep. to what already exists out yeah. there. This is yep. Hebrews 11.1. 1. This is exactly what it means. Reaching out to the things that are unseen with our natural eyes and pulling them into the yes. realm of the seen, yes. which is why we have to see it first in the spirit before it becomes fruition mm-hmm. in the natural, yep. which is why God spoke to Abram and changed his name years before he saw Isaac come to fruition right. and then died in faith, right. only seeing the birth of Isaac. Right. Do you understand? Yes. Or not just the birth, but only seeing the life of Isaac. Not Correct. Having, having not seen, Correct. but seeing afar yep. off, you know? Yep. yep. And that's why it's super important that when we're in a situation, because you'll, f- you'll feel that place of tension inside yourself. Like I, 
if, if that's if you know if, if you're having a hard time understanding what we mean by like a limiting mindset mm. just ask yourself all right what's the place of tension inside of me yeah and like what, what's the situation just go there yeah and then it's you might not be able to make sense of it mm-hmm. so then it's stopping and asking the holy spirit okay holy spirit wh- what are you saying here it's good and where do you want to take me mm-hmm. and then from that place obeying and and going forward and talking it through with people too, like that, that really helps because Satan wants you to be isolated. Yes. Um, but, but the first step again is, and, and is what is the Holy Spirit saying here mm-hmm. and where is he calling me towards? Yeah. Cause you're going to break through a wall. That's it. And you're not going to build that wall back up. Again. Yeah. And I, I do love sort of this contrasting idea. Now we're talking about Abram. Or Abraham, rather, who Hebrews 11 ends with talking about how he and his generation lived in tents because they looked for a city whose builder and maker was God. Mm-hmm. And they just knew we're just we're just sojourners here. We're just passing by. Yes. And the same thing with this wall of fire. Mm-hmm. These these walls, Jesus said, hey, when they were, you know, commenting on how beautiful the temple was, they, they the disciples thought they were going to get some type of provoking remark out of Jesus. Like, look at what we've built for you, Messiah. Look at Aren't you impressed? He said, yeah. Not one of those stones is going to remain on top of the other. Right. And the same is true for our lives. We've built up these walls. We've built up the limitations. But in God, there aren't those physical walls that can keep out. But there is that wall of fire that is constantly expanding Mm -hmm. and refining the coming in and the going out. And so looking at it like that keeps us in the posture of we don't have a right to limit what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. how he wants to operate and the only framework is his word and his spirit. Correct. And you know, in the text it's applying towards a nation. Mm-hmm. However, the principle applies to each of us as well. That's it. Um so, you know, this is, you know, if if you're reading that text and you're like, "Oh, this is about the nation of Israel." It's like, "No, but this is yes, it is." But at the same time, it, this is how the Lord mm-hmm. operates. He's revealing um, a relational aspect, not only just for a nation, but for an individual, for a family, for a church, you know, any situation that you're in, there's a ring of fire around you if you are in the Lord. Mm. So allow that ring of fire to expand and the Lord's going to bring people to you to point others again back to his story. Yeah. So in that sense, it's like you are, you are this shining light that people are drawn to. You have the Holy Spirit around you, mm. in you. Um, and don't limit Boom. what the Lord can do through you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that those limitations, it's interesting that the, the two things that the angel says come from the Lord, number one, that there'll be too much. There'll be, the, you won't be able to contain right. the amount of people that will be there, and that therefore I will be the wall of fire. And I think, Luke, sometimes what we do is we put the limitations on and we have these walls up and we start to determine who and how people come through the gates. They're not going to climb the wall. They're going to come through the gates. I'm specifically thinking about this past year. My wife and I left Sunday service and and just kind of looking over the past year or two, again, paying attention a little bit bigger, another level thinking, paying attention to this constant theme about prodigals coming home. And my wife and I being able to name two or three already who have come home. Mm. That's so cool. And it's like, wow, okay. So God is drawing a generation. Now, if we kept our borders up, if yep. we kept the wall up yep. and we kept the measuring line and right. rod in our hands, mm-hmm. 
you know, then then we would say, nah, you got to do this, this, and this Mm -hmm. before you cross that threshold to come in here. But what happened? The Lord was the fire that encamped. And so he refined both the going in and the coming out. Right. He is the gate. And Jesus says that. I am the gate. (laughs) John 10. (laughs) He says it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Again, these, you know, I I like that you're bringing it up too. We're looking at an Old Testament passage, an Old Testament prophet, Zechariah. Yes, a specific word to the people of Israel um, as they're coming out and the rebuilding. Mm -hmm. But it's very, very important. Paul tells us these things in the New Testament that these Old Testament examples are just that. They are examples for us to learn from. Right, right. Because yes, the Lord is concerned with an actual specific situation mm-hmm. in, in your life. Like he is concerned with the situation you're in right now. Yeah. But often the way he walks us through that is in a way that, yeah, it, it rectifies a situation. Um, it, you know, it, there's peace that's brought to that situation or a, or a plan or a way out. But the Lord will do it in a way that teaches you something deeper mm. so that you can carry that as you go forward. Yeah. And that's, you know, a lot of, uh, I've, I've found that that's how it is like with a lot of like prof- the Old Testament prophecy where it's like, yeah, it applies to a specific situation, that's a right. specific exile, a specific, you know, uh, action, but there's something deeper that the Lord is also teaching there. Like he, he, he talks like a, a level above. Absolutely. I feel like every time you have the word from the Lord, that's, that's exactly what it is. There's sort of an exact specific, but then there's also a transcendent mm-hmm. meaning as well. Yeah. So you are always changed. That's right. That's right. That is how we have Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living, powerful, and active. That is how we have this living word. Otherwise, it's just another book. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say, you know, this week, one takeaway would be, where, where am I putting the limits on? Where have I established boundaries? Where have I put the measuring rod out in my own life personally and for those around me? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good takeaway to pray into this week and ask Absolutely. the Lord. And then when he reveals it, just say, okay, Lord, you know, how do you become? I want you to become that wall of fire around. Because obviously, again, I am just, it's hitting me even now more as we speak that that, that fire represents so much mm-hmm. because you can't go through it unless you're willing to submit to the refinement. Yep. <laughs> yep. You, so there's so much that's in there and it's like, but you can trust the Lord. Right. Well, because it's going to feel counterintuitive that like you're going to take down the wall. Yeah. Right. And you put that up there for a reason. Yes. Sometimes you spend years building that wall. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So be looking again, when I think about the prodigals who have come home, um, and hearing from some of them already, I really do believe just kind of prophetically, we're in a wave now where God is calling a generation back. I open your eyes, it's happening. I'm seeing it. Um, and I really do believe that what it's required on the recipients waiting for those prodigals, and Pastor Jack has been preaching it for over a year, that there may be something that you have to do that seems counterintuitive. There may be something you're like, no, I'm just going to stand here and I'm going to wait. And it hasn't really been the scenario or the situation. And, and it's like, because you've built the measuring yeah, rod, yeah. you've defined what the, what the stipulations have to be, but it's only God's stipulations yep. Yep. that are going to really, and he gives us the measuring he rod. Does. He gives us he his does. word. You know, that's, that's the guiding, the guiding points. Yep. Um, and then he, you know, the Holy spirit inside of us and then people around us. That's it. That's good. Awesome. Well, I'd like to pray over us today as we part. So father, Thank you so much for this opportunity today to connect. And we thank you again. Want to thank you once again for the ministries of Adult and Teen Challenge and 
how they continue to do a great work as we heard up and down the East Coast and throughout different regions and areas. Thank you for the specifically for the ladies who came to share with us their testimonies. They each represent uh, families and groups and friends. And I can only imagine how hard it is to go back um, and to allow you to move. I think of some of the ladies that spoke and shared their story. But Lord, just help, help in every situation, Lord. We just thank you for refining all the areas of the lives that they are, are hoping for and believing for from, from you. And we thank you for the same for ourselves, Lord, that you really would be that wall of fire, refining us as we go out and purifying everything that comes through, Father. That is actually a level of trust. If we built the wall, then we've determined how high and how deep. And we've determined who gets to come and go is the gate. But if you're the firewall around it, you're the one who is determining and you're purifying and refining the process. So we thank you so much. Help our hearts and minds be open this week as we pray this out and lean into you. We trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, everybody, I'm Luke. And I'm Kurt. And that's The Breakdown. We'll see you next week. You're giving me up.